0: This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Ali Party. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch. Yep, that's me. My name is Allie Party. Thank you for everyone that continually joins us here on this amazing program, which is called Valley Watch. And it's brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting. We are joined here today with my good friend Jim Frazier. Good morning. Good morning, Allie. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having it's me. It's a very exciting time. Lots of changes and moves happening in the Phoenix Fire Department. Always. And I'd like to congratulate you on your new role. Could you go ahead and Describe your new title.
1: Well, thank you very much. To start, my new title is the Fire Communications Administrator, so I oversee all the operations at the Phoenix Fire Department Regional Dispatch Center for the Phoenix Fire Department.
0: So cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Very well earned. It's been awesome to, I think, like back in the day when I was reporting, I think at times it was like in passing I may have interviewed you. I know we've also interviewed you now with our PIO shop and highlighted you during different, you know, National Public Safety Telecommunicators Week. But kind of give us a little background on your career with Phoenix Fire.
1: My career began in 1994, and I started off as a dispatcher. I had a five-year plan that did not work out. <laughs> um, I've been there just over uh, 29 years. Wow. So I did the dispatching role. I quickly promoted to lead dispatcher, which gives you a little more responsibility. And then a few years after that, I promoted to supervisor, which I spent mm, almost 20 years as a supervisor. Wow. So recently we created a position, the administrator position. I applied for it and was successful, and here I am
0: today. So cool. And, you know, for those listening that maybe don't know all the ins and outs of what the amazing work of the Alarm Room does here in Phoenix, we, I don't even want to say Phoenix because I know it goes beyond Phoenix as well, but give us that background.
1: Yeah, way beyond Phoenix. So we dispatch for about 30 jurisdictions across the uh, the Phoenix metropolitan valley or area. Mm-hmm. So uh, about 5,200 square miles we are responsible for. So our job at our center, since we're a regional dispatch center, we take the 911 calls for uh, fire and medical. So if anybody's having medical uh, emergencies or their house catches on fire, God forbid, Mm -hmm. uh, we will take those calls, process them, and dispatch the, the proper apparatus.
0: So when we're looking at how the alarm room operates, you know, how many calls are we looking at? How are those kind of funneled and channeled through? I mean, it's crazy to think about that many people taking all these 911 calls for the entire valley.
1: Right. So we are what's called a secondary answering point. So when somebody calls 911 in the valley, the police department for that jurisdiction answers the phone call. And they will do a little quick triage on it. And if it belongs to us... They will transfer it to the fire department. Mm-hmm. We will get on, and our people are trained to do um, triage, pre-arrival instructions. They use emergency medical dispatch, so um, if somebody wasn't breathing, they mm-hmm. can they can help the caller with CPR instructions and whatnot. Um, bleeding, anything like that, mm-hmm. we can we work through that. So we are the voice that you will hear before the crew arrives on scene. So we do everything we can to help. Uh, stabilize the situation, if you will, mm-hmm. before the trucks are right.
0: I think it's kind of cool you often hear the first of the first responders. This, I always think this is true. Yeah, I, yes. I think that's pretty cool to think about. And I know that we've highlighted and, you know, you'll see those stories of a dispatcher is reunited with maybe a mother or a father or a son that treated their family member when they had some type of emergency and they were waiting for the first responders to actually and write. And on that scenes.
1: is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um oh, Quick story here. So when I started, you know, young dispatcher. I'm an identical twin, by the way. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, my brother is a captain for the Buckeye Fire Department. When oh, I was wow, a young awesome. dispatcher, I took a call from a, uh, a lady that was expecting twins. Oh, right. Wow. So I'm thinking, oh, well, cool. I'm a twin. She's <laughs> going to have twins. Yeah. Well, she decided to have the twins <gasps> while we were on the phone together. So oh I got the Did she decide.
0: Twins. I don't know if uh, she decided. Okay, so the twins, I think the, the twins, twins decided. decided that they were going to come out during the phone. <laughs> yes. Call,
1: <laughs> and I was so scared. I was so nervous. I had already been a firefighter for a, another agency, mm-hmm. but young. And mm-hmm. I didn't have that much experience. So here I am using the training that the fire department provided to me. I'm delivering twins. I'm thinking, this is the coolest thing ever. Years later, about 15 years later, I got to meet the twins. It was so cool.
0: That's awesome. Everything comes full circle.
1: It does. But all our amazing dispatchers that take these calls, that get to reunite with the callers Mm -hmm. or the patients when they have saves, it is. It brings it full circle because often we don't get to find out what the outcome is of that call. Mm -hmm. We take the call, we process it, and before you know it, you have another call in your ear that you have to work on.
0: So with everything coming full circle, there's a reason that I asked you to join our show today. So we have some exciting new things in the department, and one of them being your alarm room hiring. Can we talk about that?
1: Let's talk about that, because we are looking for some good men and women that want to get into this profession, that want to help out their neighbors, their citizens, their communities. Uh, by being 911 operators.
0: And so when we look at the alarm room hiring for dispatchers, what is that, you know, what are some few things that if you were to ask, if uh, if I were to ask you for three bullet points for that job description or what someone would need to be like, what would you say?
1: Calm, empathetic, and, and being able to make decisions quickly.
0: And I, I can't even imagine. I I always thought I maybe wanted to do something like that, and I would like to think I'm cool under pressure. But when you're in there, like it is, it is so cool to watch the work that you guys do. And so it is. It's a unique shift. It's a unique kind of schedule. Very similar to being a firefighter in the sense that you have this family in the alarm room. You're a part of yeah. uh, of a unique work schedule, but it's very rewarding the work that you do. Clearly, you just you know that call from however many years ago has stuck with you, and that is really rewarding, but talk about, you know, that aspect of the job.
1: Um, it's, it's, it's demanding. Um, we do shift work, so that alone is demanding on somebody. And when mm. you mention family away from family, they are the family away from family. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I spend um, have spent probably more time with my work family than <laughs> I have with my regular family at times. Um, it does balance out, so don't be scared of that. Mm. It does balance out, but it is extremely rewarding. You have to know that when you go in there, you are making a difference. You're not just picking up phone calls, you know, hitting the keyboard. Mm-hmm. You are the difference between life and death in, in many, many cases. So to be able to come home and and talk to your family like, I had to save today, you know, not everything goes so well all the time. It's just the nature of the beast. But it is extremely rewarding. And, and we do bring in the best of the best our training program is very extensive it's 16 weeks we teach you exactly how to do it you know how what to say how to work EMD, Mm -hmm. and how to dispatch calls. But it it is, I'll tell you, I had that five-year plan. I've been here almost 30, so.
0: I think we can also attest to, you know, I don't work in the alarm room, but I I know as a City of Phoenix employee the amazing benefits that we have. And, you know, yes, it's great to have a family atmosphere. I love the people that I work with, but it's also pretty great having all these holidays and having paid family time off. You just
1: got another new holiday.
0: Yeah, Yeah. all all, all these different, um, whether it be Benefits or holidays, uh, the it's it's incredible what the city of Phoenix offers. Mm-hmm. And so, I know it's it's a quick plug, but if you go to <laughs> phoenix.gov forward slash fire, you can find the jobs link on there, or you can just go to slash jobs. And all of those employee benefits are public record; they're available online, so you can peruse if you would like to. Uh, the you benefits know, learn are outstanding.
1: Yeah, I, I've I've tapped into those benefits many times. Was mm-hmm. benefits helped save one my my youngest son when wow. he got really really ill. And the fire department was surrounding us at the hospital night and day the entire time. It, It really made me get that sense of, I'm glad I didn't leave after mm-hmm. that five years.
0: Yeah. And to yeah. now think 29 years. That's a pretty impressive career. That's a long time. And you're just now getting started, right? <laughs> I'm just starting. Right? <laughs> yeah. I've got another
1: 29 in so me, right? So
0: awesome. Yeah. And so looking back at the training and the recruitment of dispatchers and everything that goes along with that, you talked about a 16-week academy or training, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I know last time you guys went through your last training class, um, I saw them out there on the academy, fire academy grounds with the firefighter recruits. Kind of, um, it's, it's a newer training. Could you talk about that?
1: Yes. So we do integrate with the field units quite often, and we need to, right? Because we need to understand how they perform their functions. That gives us a, a, a greater chance of when we're working these incidents on the radio, exactly what they're doing, what, and so we can forecast what their needs are going to be. To have our group of trainees out there on the grinder while they're training, while they're doing live fires, it's invaluable. Mm-hmm. We get to see exactly, oh, that's what that meant. Or mm-hmm. when they ask for this, that's what they're asking for. So we do integrate. I mean, we work hand-in-hand. They can't turn the truck on until we give them the call, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's paramount that we understand their job. And likewise, they often come into the alarm room to sit with us and see how we do our job.
0: Well, you're on either side of those radios, and so it, it's yeah. really cool to be able to see, you know, yes, you guys are located in your alarm room with your radios dispatched the fire trucks and ambulances and what have you. But to be able for the dispatchers to see what that means when You know, whether it be a ladder, a rescue, an engine dispatched, you're painting that picture. Mm -hmm. You're seeing what that looks like in real time. Meanwhile, you're still getting a feel for what you're going to be doing in this career and then vice versa. Same for the firefighters. They can resonate when they walk into your alarm room and they see how many calls you guys are taking. It's
1: funny when they come in because, uh, you know, a lot of times when we dispatch a call, it's not exactly what they're going to find when they Mm -hmm. get there. Callers know to say certain words for us, and -hmm. and we send based on what they're telling us, right? Mm -hmm. We can't judge the integrity of our callers. But when the firefighters come up to the alarm room, their eyes get really super wide. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they're like, this phone never stops. Oh, yeah. It's like... And they do. They, they they give us a lot of credit for what, doing what we do. That's awesome. And, and back to, you know, the experience of, of seeing what they do. Mm-hmm. Throughout that training, there's several ride-alongs that we send our, our folks that's out awesome. to go to the stations, mm-hmm. get on the trucks, go to calls. So they're seeing all that firsthand.
0: I think that's really important to be able to, you know, sympathize and empathize with everyone's job. Because at the end of the day, we... You, if you're not in someone else's shoes, how, how do you really know what's going on? And so even right. just to be able to experience that, and that's the whole point of the Phoenix Fire Department. It's like, For we're one sure. big family, and... There's a reason that those red trucks are rolling on the road, whether it be the alarm room, tech services, et cetera. There's so many different components.
1: It it takes a village, (laughs) right?
0: Absolutely. So we joked about our time going quick here today. We've got a few more minutes before we wrap up. But the recruitment process, you know, any other advice to folks that might be interested in this type of career?
1: just if you guys are interested, anybody out there that's interested and want to come up in the alarm room, they can call. We can schedule a time for you to come up and sit in in, and view so that Mm -hmm. you can see if this is something you truly want to do. We encourage that.
0: And then the different type of career paths within the alarm room, you talked about a dispatcher, a supervisor, all that kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of paint the picture with those um, roles as well?
1: Yeah, so your dispatcher answers the phone. Your lead is basically responsible for monitoring the room and helping out the dispatchers, your supervisor, supervisors in the Room and I supervise the entire place, you know, with in partnership with the deputy chief. But it is a wonderful experience. We need help. (laughs) We encourage people to come up.
0: Awesome. Yeah. We talk about the city growing all the time and it's nonstop. Absolutely. And unfortunately, with growth, Probably means more 911 calls yeah, as well. A lot
1: more 911
0: yeah, calls. Yeah. But sure. we're doing our best to for prevent sure. them from happening, but also providing the best possible customer service at the same time. So Jim, thanks so much for joining me today. This is awesome. Allie,
1: thanks for having me. This this is this is wonderful. Thank and you. This
0: won't be the last time I have you on here. We'll be there's so much good work going on up in the alarm room. So very good. Anytime you want me, I will be here. <laughs> awesome. Very good. Well, thank you all for joining us today here on Valley Watch. Stay safe, Phoenix.